Hey gamers, I'm that 3% crit that always seems to kill your main character. <laughs> it's me, Patrick. Welcome to a special edition of RP Gamer, an episode about Fire Emblem. to jump right into some of our special bonus content extra episodes and we're going to jump into one of my favorite series i know a lot of people would say it is final fantasy and they would be correct but you know i'm multi-layered multi-talented multi-interested so today we're going to talk about a little series called fire emblem and i just so happened to have three very very special guests i know back in season one we had professor bopper who is huge huge fire emblem person but I feel like you guys are a little bit more OG on Fire Emblem. Today we have Speedy Hawk, Link King, and Mecha. Um, yeah, do you guys want to take a moment and introduce yourselves? Maybe we'll start with Mecha. Uh, I've been doing this for so long. I don't even have a date for you, but I started with FE7 and I just kind of went through the whole series at this point. I think last year I finished Birthright and that means I've played all the Fire Emblem games. And honestly, at this point, <laughs> I'd say I'd like them all. They're it's really, really fun still. Even though I play it every day, make content on it every day, it just doesn't get tiring. It's, it's such a great game. <laughs> How many years have you been doing that? Because I know you're the person I've been following the longest in terms of Fire Emblem content, but like it's it's been years, right? Yeah, it has literally been years. I don't know exactly when uh, I started. Like I said, I don't have a date for you. I would have looked it up if you told me that this was going to be a thing. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just know at some point I uploaded a very poor quality video of Isadora killing a final chapter enemy with a double crit. And that was like kind of the start of it. Uh, but geez, I made a timeline at one point of like all the playthroughs I've done and it just ends up, it, it was more, it was too much work to finish. So that says a lot about how long it's been that I've been doing it. Oh, wow. I think I, I've, I think I've let's played all but maybe three or four games in the series. Usually let's play takes me about three months. So a couple of years, it has to be a couple of years at this point. Definitely. And then Speedy Hawk, why don't you go ahead? I'm going to call you Speedy for the rest of it just because I feel like everyone does. But yeah, no, yeah. just call me Speedy. Yeah, I've been a big Fire Emblem fan since FE7 came out in North America. And in terms of how long I've been doing this on YouTube, I started in summer of 2018. And I started with Heroes content because Heroes was the big thing in the Fire Emblem community at the time. So I was like, hey, why not try it? And that's how I got into the scene on YouTube, I guess. And Speedy, you don't only stream Fire Emblem content. Like, I know I've jumped into some of your Persona stuff, and you even did Earthbound. Um, is there, like, a reason why you tend to kind of hit different forms of content? Yeah, because video games are fun. So yeah. I like playing different games. Uh, <laughs> obviously, my channel focuses around Fire Emblem, but I like to introduce some of my other favorite series to viewers who may not have the chance or the drive to play those other games. So... You know, I like to play visual novels a lot, too, on my streams. Uh, Persona. I know one thing I really appreciate about your content is you actually see it through to the end, unlike some other streamers. And that's not anyone here. Is that I a just, shot at Bopper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I love it when people, even if it's like not the most engaging thing all the way through, because like you said, there are a lot of people who don't tend to see that content. And I mean, you are hilarious when you stream and you tend to bring on funny people like biz so it's 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 great content well thank you 
But I have canceled some series before, um, like FE4. I, I canceled the first time I ever tried to play that game. I was told Ugh. to bring that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Link, um, this honestly wouldn't be happening if it weren't for you and assaulting me for attempting to send you a message. So tell us about yourself. I don't remember doing that, but <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Literally, you saw me typing and you said, I don't know what you're about to ask, but the answer is yes. Oh, that <laughs> before, is true. Before that I even true. sent it. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That, that, that was funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's up? I'm Linking7. Um, I've been doing, well, I've been playing Fire Emblem since Smash Bros, because that's the correct answer that the other two forgot to give, and I'm so disappointed <laughs> in them. True. That's a good point. Comedian yeah, starter pack material right here. Literally just, you know, <laughs> Melee, Marth and Roy are cool. And then you see FE7 and Toys R Us and you're like, oh, look, that's Roy on the cover art. And it's not Roy. Um, so I picked it up and, you know, the rest is history. I think it's been like, what, 2003. So almost 20 years later, we're all playing Fire Emblem still. Getting quite old, getting the cane and having the back problems. But here we are. Shots fired. I don't want to talk about age right now, <laughs> but <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm right there with you. Like I was in high school when FE7 came out and I remember seeing it on commercials and I was like, what the fuck Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics is that? And I just instantly wanted to play it and I was very happy I did because it's such a unique experience. But unfortunately, I feel like not everyone has dabbled in Fire Emblem yet. So how would you guys explain Fire Emblem to someone who's never dabbled in the series before? Like if someone had never played anything like it, what, what is Fire Emblem? Anime chess. Would, and, yeah. yeah that's no, what I was going to say, is, and I hate it. I hate that description, but I, I will don't say like whenever someone asks me at a party or something, like what, what the hell is Fire Emblem? I do usually start with a chess analogy and then I explain that the pieces are much more complicated than just my piece moves and like kills yours. It's, it has more numbers involved. That's how I start. Yeah, no, I think that's an apt description. <laughs> I mean, I so, would I would go as far as to say it's an RPG that looks like anime and that kind of plays like chess, but it's not. Yeah. And you have to control an army and you kill another army and usually you win at the end because main character syndrome, right? Yeah, I think it helps to throw in a descriptor of um, medieval in there because it is generally medieval based. What do you think sets it apart from some of the other series that are kind of similar, like old school gamers might say, well, that's basically Shining Force or Final Fantasy Tactics. So what explicitly makes it a little bit different from something like that? Permadeath. Easy. Permadeath. Yeah. That's what I would say. Final Fantasy Tactics does have a form of permadeath if you leave your enemies down for long enough and you don't revive them. But I think Fire Emblem doesn't have... I mean, it depends on what game you play, but the levels of complexity in the systems of Fire Emblem compared to Final Fantasy Tactics are a little bit sort of different. So you have your skills in Fire Emblem, which are very much character-based, whereas in Final Fantasy Tactics, you kind of reclass and mix and match and, and gather all that different skills. And Fire Emblem has transitioned to that nowadays. But I guess it's a lot more character driven i would say than tactics tactics has your like little core group or certain story-based characters but the rest a lot of them are generics and in fire emblem you don't really control generics much yeah i was about to say the generics really set it apart from for example advanced wars where in Emblem you really care about individual characters and if they die you kind of feel sad whereas in advanced wars it's like oh no i lost my mech time to make another one right right 
yeah, I'm I'm with you there too. I remember when we all did that really well when most of us did that really big ranking the Fire Emblem series video. Uh that yeah, one of the things that I said in uh my three houses video, which I got dumped on that one, but I was still appreciated to be a part <laughs> of the process, was that Fire Emblem's basically a game about its units. And like you said, when you're comparing it to some of those other series, the units are just units, but like in Fire Emblem, they're characters and you get attached to them. You don't really get attached to your characters in Final Fantasy Tactics. You don't get attached to them in games like Advanced Wars. So you actually feel that loss when you lose them. But if you pay attention to their support conversations, you kind of grow with them. So it's, it is a game about its characters versus its story. And I think that is one of like the big pivotal things about the series for sure. Unless it's Thunder God, then you get very attached and you won't let him go. <laughs> Can I add one more thing? Uh, the, the, the support care, the supports conversations are a big part of Fire Emblem now, but the very first Fire Emblem's like one through five didn't even have support conversations, but they still try to make you care about your characters, like your individual characters a lot by i think by giving them death quotes i think is the main thing it's like oh no my i don't know violent died or my finn died or something and he feels sad so i, I think the idea that kaga originally had to make her farm them was like through the gameplay you get attached to your characters like you've been through like five chapters with this guy and then he dies that's sad i think that might have been might be what sets farm apart because for example triangle strategy in that game you can sacrifice your characters to win the battle and they don't die permanently so i think it might be the combination of characters being individuals and then the permadeath that might be what sets apart Fire Emblem. One thing I feel like is pretty common when people swear by a series is they have kind of like an era of games or oh, maybe no. specific games that they kind of swear by. I don't necessarily want to say like, what is your favorite game? Because it could be a pair of games. You know, um, I feel like a lot of Fire Emblems are linked to a sequel or take place in the same continent. So is there a certain era of games that you each swear by? uh it's it's between two um because it's not fair because we basically classify them by what console the games came out on right mm -hmm. so we have the gba era and then we have the gamecube wii era the ds era 3ds era snes era nes era stuff like that and now we're on switch i guess if you count three houses and any sequels that are going to come well the two warriors games Okay, if we're mainline, let's, let's call those spinoffs. Like, I, I love Warriors, don't get me wrong, but those are spinoffs. So yeah, I think... FE's mainline. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I say it's not fair, because when I think about the best games in the series, in my opinion, it's the GameCube Wii ones, but those are like the only ones on... It, it's like the same, they're part, they're sequels. Like they're they're attached to each other so closely that it's like unfair to call it an era. Does that make sense? Yo, it completely does because yeah. like you said, it's literally one-to-one back-to-back games. But I'm also with you that those are my two favorite games. I just think that they are the best written. And I feel like the characters are super, super... Like you intimately get to know them a lot deeper yeah. than you do some of the other characters in the other games where they might get a line or two upon recruitment and then you never really see them again. So I'm totally with you on Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. I think those are the best. I mean, yeah, I think but if I were to if, sorry, just to add, if I were yeah, to swear ahead. by one to play for the rest of my times, it would probably be GBA or 3DS. I was going to say the GBA era is I mean, I've started there, so I'm probably a little bit biased, but it just feels the most fun to play. The animations are so much fun to watch. They're absurd. Like 
the general twirling around the around the massive lance, the little <laughs> mercenary tees with like the sword. Those those kind of things, you don't see them very much anymore in Fire Emblem. It's just got a lot of character. It's got a lot of class. There's a lot of like mini secrets that you can discover, different boss conversations that we don't really see very often. The support conversations are there, although they're a pain to grind. It it the the replayability of it and the simplicity of it makes it so much fun. And I feel like ROM hacking as well, sort of getting into that and dominating over now it's the Sacred Stones sort of FE8 style hacking because it's the most flexible and you can add in the most features just capitalizes off that simplicity and you know just the whole fun factor of it sure i think that's super valid and i think i don't think you need to justify it as just because it was your entry point because you know they are solid entries 100 percent yeah, there's a reason people recommend like almost mostly FE7, FE8, uh, Sacred Stones to beginners because they're good games to start with. I, I, I like to answer the question of like, what's your favorite Fire Emblem game? Is like whichever one I played last because honestly, whenever <laughs> I play a Fire Emblem game and I just have a good time, I tend to have that in the for in like the front of my mind and everything else goes to the back. So I just remember all the fun things I did in my last playthrough. No um, diplomatic answers, Mecca. He said, "What's your favorite era? Not what's your favorite game? Come on, you got to give us an but, answer." Oh, but, but but that's like a like a cute answer you know what i mean it's like it shows how dedicated you are to the series because i think you're probably of the three the only person who i don't think you ever post anything that doesn't have to do the fire emblem right like no that's not true i've played other games on my channel but they do way worse probably because i just enjoy fire emblem so much like people watch me for fire emblem you guys remember keep talking and nobody exposed with special guest speedy hawk that was a great video i remember that video (laughs) and so do like a thousand other people Anyway, I was going to say, but if you put a proverbial gun or valve flame to my head to force me to make a choice, <laughs> um, I usually have three answers for people. There's three games that are really close to my heart. One of them is Thracia 776. Um, part of that might be a bit of a hipster syndrome because a lot of people don't love Thracia, um, <coughs> Speedy Hawk. <clears throat> um, and it's like, it's like one of the, it's a very, it's, it's the least sold Fire Emblem. It's one of the least popular Fire Emblems of all time, but Every playthrough I do of that game is different and fun in some way. Even though I've played it so many times, I learn something new every single time I boot it up. And it is so interesting. It's very easy to trivialize. It's The player gets so many tools to work with, but so does the enemy. So it's really a battle of who can overpower the other in the most ridiculous way possible. And I just finished a, game, a playthrough in negative growth, which was hilariously stupid and fun. And I I don't know how you do, you're doing that. Like, I, I'm <laughs> following along with that and just... <laughs> baffles me like i'm literally gooped mm-hmm. for me the, doing that the things you can do in in thracia when you know how it works are absurd and the only game that comes close in that respect i think is like maybe conquest or something everything else is just baffling and like how complex you can make it uh, another game i really really love is radiant dawn i did a poll a while ago on uh i, th- I think i think i posted it on twitter where i made people rank their their farm games from best to worst and then it kind of calculates which is the most chosen answer uh, if you eliminate the least popular ones. It was like ranked choice voting or something. Uh, it's very democratic, trust me. And Radiant Dawn was like the game that I think the least people disliked and that most people really liked because I think that game is just for everyone. I think that game is just fun for almost everyone. So I, I completely understand the answer of Tellius. And then I really have a big emotional attachment to Shadows uh, of Valentia as well um, for completely different reasons. I love the presentation of the game. It's so gorgeous in every single aspect of it. But... If I had to pick, uh, I would probably go with the era that's the the, the Tellius area. Area, I'd probably go with that if I had to make a choice based on era. But it's so tough. It's so tough. 
Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you love a series, it's like when we did our Final Fantasy episode, I could not tell you what Final Fantasy is my favorite because there are like four that stand out. <laughs> it's, it's hard to choose which of your kids is your favorite kid. Yeah. Because you don't want your other kids to feel like they're just worthless. So yeah, whichever one is is more uh, likely to conquer the world. That's my favorite kid. <laughs> But like, I really agree with the answer of the GBA ones as well, because I, I agree with all yeah. those reasonings too. So like, geez, I just picked everyone anyway, but I only took longer to do it. Let's just say post 2003. There you go. Yeah. All, That's all the era. Okay, Speedy, showing your true colors there. We no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The games before that, you don't need to worry about those. Yeah, those aren't yeah. very good. Well, speaking <laughs> of the ones that you don't need to worry about, I actually do want to talk about the ones that you don't need to worry about. So which games do you think are just kind of like, yeah, don't play this like uh, I, I know it's, it's still really hard this is aimed towards to me but... i know it is because i'm the <laughs> hater here <laughs> i mean fight, fight, i fight. want you guys to fight so you you did kill raven oh no you don't bring raven. that <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't think it's uh fair to say you should avoid these well okay that's not true because everyone says you should avoid gaiden because it's kind of disagree outdated at this point Agree. I mean, I, I might change my opinion on that because I've been playing Echoes recently and I've actually been enjoying it like a ton more than I did on the first playthrough. So well, I'm actually kind of tempted. Think of it this way, from, not from the perspective of this game is just old, so don't play it, but like which entry just doesn't Well, that's like that's the thing like I was going to say. Others. It's unfair because yeah. even though I think FE4 is a bad game, I don't think it's something that... It's something you should experience. You should try I think, it. I think global yeah. global warming just started. It got it got a little hot out east. If you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking to evolve flame. Where Speedy is. Hold on one second. <laughs> FE4 what, is a bad game. It, yeah. I said it. Okay, why? it's not well designed. I a, mean, it, it is. A lot of people talk about how long enemy phase is in Path of Radiance, and you basically multiply that by four when you're playing uh fe4 like i i from that standpoint i can agree with you but is there any other reason why aside from it just being a slug i, I have this whole thing i could write a thesis on my most important thing about fire emblem is tension and i feel like just because of the way the game is paced out and they kind of encourage you they don't give you enough checkpoints naturally in fe4 so what? they kind of give you a save system and go hey save whenever you want and because of that a game with permadeath where your decision should feel risky ends up not feeling very risky because okay, you just fair. have like a checkpoint wherever <laughs> yeah, you want to place fair. one. Yeah. So I find it pretty boring. That's so that's you, my thing. But if you couldn't save every turn, would you say it's better? No, no because complain, the, the, the natural the checkpoints the are too... lose a unit and then get really pissed off and go cry. Exactly. I cry into my pillow. But it's just, it, that's, just, they, that's, just, that's just other Fire Emblem games though. No, the it it's because other Fire Emblem games, you get a chance to save maybe like every 30, 40, 45 minutes, an hour, you know, but in FE4, if you play a whole map, it could take like two and a half hours to beat the whole thing before you get to the screen where it says, would you like to save your progress? Okay, you know, but what, just, about, it's, what if you could save every castle? That's what I was saying. It, it would make because... it a much better game, but it's not like that right now. So until they make a remake and they fix that, it's not a good game. I know when I played that, because I played that recently, um, that's kind of how I broke that game up, because I agree with you, like, it's one map is basically like four chapters starting a mid-game in any other series, but if you break it up by castle, it's like each of those castles is almost one chapter, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't really feel like that because you can save on a whim, so it almost does take away that um, that experience that you would get from every other one. It's hard to say 
like I'm going to jump in with integrity and play this with the rest of them when they give you the tools to do otherwise. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I was just about to divert the conversation before this turns into an FE4 hate podcast. So I'm actually <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Question. Um, I would say, and this is just like from a, a level headed, I mean, I guess this is me calling Mecca out for a political answer, but I'm actually going to give a political answer is what I would avoid, especially if you're just coming into the FE community is I would avoid one, two, and three entirely. All three games have been remade, and if you're jumping into those, they have not aged well at all. Like Fire Emblem 1, which was available for a limited time on the eShop or whatever, <laughs> Thanks, it, takes you like, it takes you like a second between when you end your turn and then when your unit moves. Like There's just so many different things, and I get it, the game's over 30 years old, but for your, the sake of your sanity, just go play Shadow Dragon instead. I get that they're different games and different experiences, but... The remake honestly isn't a bad remake, but no, it is a bad remake. I take that back, but it's not a terrible game. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout outs to to me in in Bopper's video destroying yes. Shadow I was Dragon. Just thinking about uh, yes, I get to destroy Blink Live for this. Let's go. Yeah, I agree though. I think you should avoid uh, if you want to in three the first time. I think you should if you really enjoy the series, you play like everything else. You should try them because. I I do get the feeling, especially when you play Gaiden, and I think Speedy, you might like that too. Is when I play it, I get the feeling of like, wow, for the time, this was really good. Like what they made here, it's so neat in a way. I can't just quite describe the feeling you get when you play this super ancient game that's just so unique in a, in a lot of different ways. But it is clunky as hell. You will thank your emulator for having a speed up button because otherwise it can be unbearable at times. But I do recommend everyone, if you've played everything else, do give them a try though, because I don't think they're bad. They just haven't aged well. They're worth uh, playing once when you have nothing else left to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you if you do, don't like ROM hacks, you can play that. I would like to add, um, not as like a an uncontended thing. I would like to add fates to the to the list of things we should talk about on this, if you don't mind, because I think a lot of people hate fates, or I think a lot of people think I hate fates a lot. And uh, <laughs> I've been replaying Conquest. And I actually really really like it now. Um, and I'm honestly, I like it so much that I kind of want to like try the other two again from Fates. I don't think they're unbearably bad to play. Just don't watch the story. And <laughs> the thing about Fire Emblem in general, right, is all the games are so different. Like every new area, especially, is just so different from the other that if you have any taste at all, there's probably going to be one game in there that you like. So there's no reason not to give them all a try and see what really takes for you. And for a lot of people, Fates is that game. Even like even Birthright and Revelation, which I don't know, I, I kind of want to like try it out again. Now that I'm more familiar with the Fates mechanics, like the way the pair-ups work and like supports and class inheritance and everything like that, it's super interesting to like dive into and find optimal builds for everything. So even those games, you should try them. Like if, if anyone tells you these games are too bad to try, they're wrong. Like you should try them. Just piggy Agreed. piggybacking off of that statement that you said that you know they're all fun to play is I whenever someone asks me about like favorite Fire Emblem games there isn't a game that I hate it's like Same. my scale goes from I love this game for Fire Emblem at least is I love this game is at my top and then the bottom would be this game is fun to play but I'm not a huge fan of it so it's not hate if they're if we're gonna go into things I hate you know I'll, I'll get canceled on the podcast so we don't we don't have to go into that but yeah it, all the games are fun to play because the gameplay itself is just a system that you enjoy by virtue of it being fire emblem mm -hmm. unless it's fe4 got him i'm not I, I, or i mean for, for me it's completely 
like I would say fades, but it has nothing to do with the actual gameplay itself. Aside from some of the atrocious maps, it's honestly just we went from games about wars to games about the most anime trope characters that you could possibly imagine. And why is this war crime girl in this corset with her breasts bulging out? Because it sells and it's appealing to a very specific demographic. And that's (laughs) why (laughs) she gets a crit bonus. Um, I just that that for me was a huge turnoff in the series, which I mean, like, I agree with you guys that Conquest is a good game. And I think if it was contained, but even the whole discrepancy of like, oh, I'm killing my friends and my new friends and my family, but I shouldn't do it. But I'm kind of forced on this line to do it anyway to see what happens. It just kind of sounded like garbage. Um, And I feel like it was also kind of mimicking like a Pokemon sales standpoint where we're releasing two games just to profit. And then there's this magical third game that actually solves it all that comes out later. So it almost had like a Ruby Sapphire Emerald. I do love Um, Fire Emblem Black. What start are you picking? (laughs) I mean, basically. Um, So I, I'm not afraid to get a little heat on that. I just, it's just more of a no for me dog. And I, I go through and play them every once in a while and I want to like them, but then you just get some of those characters and you're just like, why, does this person exist? I mean, do like, you read the story every time? No, I, I, I stopped after the first playthrough because I was like, I just can't. And it's one of those games where I just can't do it anymore. And I don't feel that way for any of the other Fire Emblems, like Awakening included. I think it's totally digestible, but I just can't digest fates. Can't you enjoy just the mechanics without like paying attention to the characters? That's what I've been doing. No, I think you should get your gallbladder checked. mecca one thing that you said about fates which i do agree with you is like the whole pair up mechanic and how that kind of changed the series and how the series was played what are some of these features maybe with that or aside from that that you guys feel that really evolved how the games are done well so, so support pairings were like huge in Awakening of Fates, right? You can engineer, you can so basically like eugenics your kids if you really want to. But even without the kids involved in like, for example, Fates especially, characters can inherit classes from each other. Like you can have Mozu pair up with Effie just to get an A plus support, and then Effie can become an archer. Stuff like that is just inherently interesting. And then, but I don't know if we called evolution though because they kind of did away with it after that, right? Like Echoes doesn't have any of that. And then Three Houses really doesn't have any of that. And instead, Three Houses, everyone can just become everyone. So, Well, that's almost the same concept. It's almost like that's a linear progression. Because if you think of how it starts with Awakening and then it goes to Three Houses, you see this more and more openness as opposed to you have one evolution or uh, promotion progression in every game before Seven. And, you know, it slowly started to open up when you got to uh, Sacred Stones. Uh so I, I kind of see some kind of trajectory on like, how are we going to make this more engaging? In well, I mean, they, like- they went ahead and they built on, a, I mean, with Awakening and Fates, we all know what happened is the series was going bankrupt pretty much, you know, downward slope, jumping off a cliff. And they were like, we got to pick up all the best elements from every bit of the series. And the whole kids thing comes from FE4, best game in the series. And um, <laughs> that basically let you to a certain extent fiddle around with 
um, the inheritance mechanic and growths specifically. You couldn't really change classes, skills you could do as well with inheritance. But Awakening and Fates really just kind of blew the doors open and were like, we're just going to let anyone do anything based on what the parents are. Um, and they kind of, you know, took it a step further than that. And so I think that's why we were limited to that in those two games, because Awakening did really well and they were like, okay, we should do this again. And then again did really well and they were like, okay, now we can kind of do whatever the hell we want because the series is still alive. So I think that's why Three Houses is just like, you can be whatever your heart desires. Which I think is worse, personally. I think if you make if you let everyone be everything they ever want, I think that's kind of like a lack of design more than a deliberate design, if you know what I mean. Because if I, I, totally, everything, I, like, I totally whatever. agree with you. I, I mean, yeah, I'm me someone too. who prefers the 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 best for me class system was Sacred Stones, because it gave you a little bit of choice Agreed. and it gave you yeah. a little bit of replayability, but it still limited those units to you know a specific class design, which was incorporated into their their character and their personality in a way. I, I sort of agree. I want to give a shout out to Awakening, though, where you had a reclass system, but it was limited in very much. Like, Kellum could become a thief, right? Because no one sees him. And that's it. That's his only reclass option. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I, I agree completely with Mecha. I think Fire Emblem's at its best when your characters feel like they have a unique identity. And when you kind of give the player too much freedom, especially in Three Houses, because they all start out the same class, right? Yeah. They're all nobles. Mostly. Like, yeah, it's just it it feels like they just become all very generic in my opinion. So, like Shadow Dragon, they let you reclass like whenever the hell you want, and you have so many options, but they still give you the first class that they like push you in that direction like, "Oh, this guy's like an archer or something." But yeah, I just I like it better when characters have their own unique identity like let's say GBA or Tellius. Like you can't really change what they are. Um, I think one of the best features that we kind of saw, which again, this is me saying that Path of Radiance for me is probably the favorite, was just the notion of bonus XP, because I think that's something that kind of encourages something like permadeath where and sticking to it, where if you do lose the character, you can move on because I might be able to get a character that I've had on the bench for a while to catch up because I have all this bonus XP in the bank. Uh, I never relate those two, but I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most people will just buff someone up and steamroll, which mm-hmm. I completely think that's valid yeah, that's as well. But I'm, I'm more a safe player than I am a, a steamroller. So <laughs> I like to build an army and trust no one. Okay, now we're just memeing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think but, bonus CXP is great. So if, it's lovely. Yeah, I wish they would bring it back, but they would also tone it down. You know, maybe it is not really like, powerful in both games. Yeah, because they give you like 20 levels worth of EXP like in, in like a pretty short amount of time, it feels like. I mean, okay, so, look, for Radiant Dawn, I get it, because you have like a roster of, what is it, 80 units or something like yeah, that? It's, like some it's of them, stupid. Some of them you're, you're going to need to catch up and, you know, unavailability and stuff like that. But yeah, in Path of Radiance, it's a little bit overkill. Yeah, although to be I fair, mean, they, they might have based it around Maniac Mode, right? Where you get like half as much Bexp. So you can you can't really power level someone as, as badly as you could do in the English, English version. And already in Dawn, if you bex someone up, they will get worse level ups overall because uh, the way that stats are focused on certain stats, you can only get three stats at a time. So they could mm. just have a multiplier for it based on whatever difficulty you play. I mean, so sure, simpler technology, simpler times, but that's something. That is what they have, right? Yeah, I think so. You get for less bonus exp. Well, basically, yeah. For for example, in uh, Radiant Dawn Hard Mode, you effectively get like uh, four times less than you do in in a normal mode. 
because oh. the, the backspace is half as much and you get half as much of it. Oh, okay. I see what you were saying. No, I understood yeah. you wrong. Oh, yeah, okay. mul multiplier in like a reverse way, like by a fraction as opposed to like over 100, like you get less is what you're saying, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, the, the point I was making uh, with regards to Path of Radiance was that in the Japanese version, they had an extra difficulty called Maniac that was cut for the English release. And so in the English version, you can backspace someone and like really power level them very easily because the highest difficulty was cut out of it. But if you play Maniac mode, you can't do that as easily. But for that, you have to play the Japanese version. So Speedy, back when we were talking about what makes Fire Emblem a unique experience, I feel like you were the first person who said permadeath. Yes. Do you have thoughts on like the integrity of playthroughs um, when characters die and not reloading? Or do you think that it's just kind of play as you want? Yeah. You, I mean, you should definitely just play as you want. I think when players have more freedom there's not like i'm not gonna tell people like no don't reload because it's clearly an option for you like it's designed in there now the way i typically enjoy to play the games i think iron man's are the most fun just because it makes you feel like every it makes you feel that uh every decision you make is very important so you have to like really focus in and i think when you're thinking a lot that's what makes strategy games fun so iron manning is my typical way i like to play i don't like to reload but I'm not going to go around and tell people like, no, you can't use save states. No, you can't arena abuse. Like, that's cheating. You know, enjoy the game you want to. Do you feel like you're a better gamer because of that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you bribe him for these questions? Hello? Is this, I mean, I personally, a loaded I've question. learned a lot. I've learned a lot from playing uh, like a permadeath Iron Man run through. Like, uh, I thought really you meant like in a... <laughs> No, no, no! I wasn't. That was not an assault on you. I, I just honestly feel like Speedy I enjoy Hawk, does this give you an element ways. of superiority? Like, that's what in, I was. That's what I thought he, he meant. <laughs> like, like no. do you feel superior? Yeah. To Why are you a better player than Mecha? And what exactly no. makes you a better player than Mecha? Do you look down upon your colleagues, Speedy Hawk? <laughs> no. I don't know if I would have ever played something like a Pokemon Nuzlocke if I wouldn't have played an Iron Man Fire Emblem game yeah. because there's just something about that challenge that you get from doing that and really having to think about your plays instead of just being like, I'm just going to test this out and see how it goes. Yeah. But to answer your question, um, do I feel like me personally, has it made me better at Fire Emblem? Yes, I think so. I think it's a great way to make you always be vigilant about all the risks that you're taking and like all the threats on the map. And some, some games, you need a lot of uh, uh, like previous knowledge to know what's coming. Like uh, I don't want to say Thracia, but there's a lot of bullshit in Thracia mm -hmm. where you You're just right, get though. like completely ambushed. And if you were playing an Iron Man without much of that knowledge, you would just get steamrolled pretty quickly. I will not fight you on this notion. I, don't <laughs> okay, I actually agree. agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So yeah, I, I think it, it has made me a better player just in the mindset of, hey, this is... Your character only has one life. Don't mess it up because, man, I talk about the turn wheel just like making games boring because you lose that aspect. And I think it also makes you a worse player. See, not like you're not you that. You're not, that. Yeah, it's funny you say that because like I'm somewhere. Those are two completely opposite extremes, right? One is you don't reset at all. And one is you're literally just rewinding time to when it's convenient to you. But I'm somewhere in the middle where it's like, OK, you played a map you lost, you know, your beloved units that you've grown very attached to, you learn from that mistake. You reset, you try again. The next map you play after you clear that, you can take that knowledge with you forward 
and apply mm-hmm. it moving on. So like if you're new to the series, you're going to reset and you're going to lose units and you learn from it, but it's not a big deal. I wouldn't say like everyone needs to Iron Man. You know, I think it's a very similar experience in a multitude of ways, especially I did one Iron Man run for content and it was on Hector hard mode and I actually let my stream draft my units. So I didn't even get to pick my own units. And what I ended up doing at the end, just so that I could finish the Iron Man, is you end up turtling a lot of the maps. So you you do just kind of sit back and tank and slowly bait and switch. So it's not necessarily that an Iron Man is more challenging or that it makes you a better player. I think it just makes you a more cautious player, really. Well, yeah, but some, some games incentivize you to play quickly too so it's not just like oh you could play super slow and i mean you you can for most of them but you're gonna miss out on a lot of stuff so how about so I, ltc versus iron man then i would argue that ltc probably makes you a better player more oh so absolutely i think yeah. ltc is probably the the most complex part of like category of playing these games so then a, let's raise the bar further how about zero percent growth and ltc at the same time yeah then you're just mecca so there you go then how about <laughs> negative growth and ltc i don't think i've ever how done zero percent ltc have i i don't, I don't know. know i mean I've, I've i've commentated them with don don but that's like a different thing can i tack on to the iron man thoughts real quick before i forget yeah, my, for my train of thoughts of course yeah uh, i absolutely agree with link that uh iron man's make you play more cautious i've iron man almost every game in the series at this point for my channel There's, it's been great streaming them but I am very risk averse when I play Fire Emblem and I'm very aware of how to trivialize maps through turtling. And so I find myself occasionally doing that maybe a bit too much uh, just to avoid people dying. I do enjoy risk taking. I definitely agree with Speedy that the games that incentivize you to play quickly for some reason make it more interesting because it it triggers that bit of greed in every RPG player where they're like, oh, I could like do the safe play, but if I do this, I can maybe get a potion out of it. I can get like one vulnerary use out of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, wow, that's so good. Let me try that. And then your unit dies. It's like, why did I even go for that? That's so silly. I think that makes it more interesting a lot of the time. Uh, another thing about Iron Man that I want to highlight, don't do it on your first playthrough, generally. Um, it's better if you have some knowledge behind you. But one thing that really I'm grateful for Iron Man's for is you never have to reset a map. When you are close to finishing a map and one of your favorite units dies, and the biggest punishment to me is having to play the map all over again and probably roughly making the same moves because up until I got to the boss, my strategies pretty much worked. I just made one little misclick screw up somewhere and uh, my my unit died and it was a dumb mistake. It was an oversight. So in those cases, having to play that map over again, it's just punishing and boring, not in a fun way. It's like, I just have to do the same thing again. That's boring. So I like yeah. Iron Man's. They, they remove a lot of tedium from playing Fireman that was presently there. Uh, I think overall... The best system is whatever you find most fun. Uh, but if you have like a unit that dies at near the end of a map, you don't really care about them. The uh, that, the fact that you don't have to reset if you don't want to, I think is a great boon to me personally. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think, and I know you two haven't, or Mecca and Speedy, I don't know about uh, Patrick, but I, I don't, Triangle Strategy to me did that sort of middle ground perfectly. Before playing Triangle Strategy, I was like, I'll never play anything in casual mode. And then triangle strategy comes up and it, it literally is forced casual mode, but you're going to lose units no matter what you do. And you're going to lose multiples of them because of the strength of just the generic enemies on their own, let alone the beefy bosses. And I think if Fire Emblem applied something like that into the game, then something like an Iron Man would be much less easy to turtle. There'd be a lot more pressure to clear maps early and stuff like that. So... 
I think that it would be interesting if we saw something sort of closer to that kind of thing. So I just recently beat Triangle Strategy on hard mode. And I will say, aside from some of the longer story parts, uh, which for more casual gamers, they probably won't enjoy as much, but it is one of the best games I've played in a couple of years. It's really good. And I think what kind of we're dancing around a little bit is it just has better um, chapter design than Fire Emblem tends to, where, you know, we're talking about how um if you run an iron man you can still turtle and you'll make it through games like even though there's no permadeath in triangle strategy because there are just so many different ways to tackle a chapter or they're they'll throw you through a loop in a couple of the chapters on like something that'll happen it really changes how you approach it and how you play it and i would love to see some kind of like hybrid between how square enix created this um diversity in chapters with what fire emblem does with just character design and gameplay design and see that hybrid happy medium because i think it would be the best perfect tactical experience that you would see or I'll, maybe it would just turn into fe5 i don't know <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe it would just be like a oh but you should have planned this on chapter 10 for you know like a massive army appearing behind you you know it, it could go either way yeah hard mode can feel a little bit like that normal mode i feel like is actually a decently balanced mode and it has a lot of the pressure component that speedy always loves to harp on about it does put you in pressurized situations where you're going to need to pull the trigger on your resources and just use it to save yourself instead of sort of sitting back and turtling and trying to conserve your management as long as possible. Yeah. yeah, I think whenever a final map encourages offensive play and not turtling, I think that's great. I think everyone's favorite example is Conquest Chapter 10, the defense chapter where you go up against Takumi and you're fighting in the port. Uh, that chapter, it, it's it's supposed to feel like a defense chapter. Uh, it's supposed to be like, oh, survive, defend these tiles, whatever. Uh, but I find that the more aggressive you are able to make yourself, the better you go in that map. And I recently beat it again and I was able to route the entire map. Uh, because wow. I knew what my units could do, and it really makes you maximize your uh, skills and like make the matchups between you and the enemies as favorable as possible. Stack your resources in a, in a good way, but it takes a lot of practice and a lot of resets, especially to get it right. And I, whenever, especially in conquests, I find it so tough to play offensively without really resetting a lot and figuring out exactly what to do. And I, don't th I think that's not for everyone because if I had to play turn one and two for like for like the thirty-sixth time, I don't know about you, but I'm getting bored. So I totally understand if people just want to like turtle their way through. So it kind of depends on the mood for me, whether I actually want the map to pressure me or not. Sometimes I just want to sit back and just kind of turtle through a map, you know, nothing wrong with that. And sometimes I feel like being super aggressive. Well, and super aggressiveness is, with you guys being streamers, like that makes good content too. And you always have to think about what's going to be interesting content because there are times where I've tuned out of different people's streams just because it's like, uh, this is a boring chapter or I get why they're playing like this, but not much is going to happen. So, you know, like either they're going to be sharing personal story time and I'll stick around for that or else I'll probably just watch it later when I have more downtime. To salvage some time, let's skip talking about characters because I don't think we have about two hours to talk about Arbus. So um... <laughs> I was actually going to talk about Sigurd. That's, that's unfortunate. No, no, were. So one thing that I thought was really cool and this was pretty recent and I hadn't seen you guys do this originally, but Link, you and Speedy and Jay did a competitive stream for FE7. And I think that was one of the coolest, most engaging experiences, whether it was a bitter mess or super fun. Like it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it was super unique. And I've 
think Link talking to you, just kind of like when we were getting this whole ball rolling, you were talking about how um, it's rough in Fire Emblem right now because there haven't been a lot of new releases that we're looking for different ways to play. Let's talk about that because I know, Mecca, you do 0% growths. Um, I've seen other people do them too. Sometimes. Some yeah. people hit some different hacks like um, Nin and I are playing the Lonely Mirror right now. Um, and then you guys had this competitive stream. What What is this whole realm of otherness in how you play Fire Emblem? And what do you like out of it? Yeah, I mean, Speedy is is a master of innovation when it comes to Fire Emblem. Like his his streams are always very creative. Like he's been doing this since Heroes. He always finds a way to make things collaborative and competitive. So that sort of FE7, each person picks a team and then we all control them and we compete with each other to create a point system was just a way so, for so much fun so much it was fun. it was hilarious they still won't talk to me they don't trust me at all like outside i legit don't trust you as much because i i have a video idea that i want to spring on you guys and i was like i can't tell link until the very last minute because he's gonna practice like i, <laughs> I just he's like, I, 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 no i promise i won't but for that run i was like this would be so much more fun if i planned it and i was like i'm gonna make a video series out of this so i might as well have a little bit of espionage behind the scenes that makes it more fun for me at least maybe not for everyone else but yeah no um, i complained about you taking it too seriously i'm like dude he made it like way too competitive <laughs> <laughs> well but, i expected you to do the same thing because you're no, a pretty no. competitive guy and i was like you know i expected jay to be chill and jay was chill but yeah, i didn't jay expect was you chill. to be more chill about it so that's why no I yeah like, I, my my biggest thing was i just wanted to create a lot of drama because i think drama is fun to watch and uh you know we got a bunch of that but you, oh, all, yeah. <laughs> you also did a lot of underhanded things that i, felt I was like watching it live when uh speedy like not to hit this note again when you did kill raven yeah and i audibly gay gasped and my <laughs> husband had to ask me like what happened because he thought i got a serious text message and i was like oh no <laughs> shit just got raven. real in this fire emblem stream because speedy Listen, just killed this character i'm just saying i wouldn't have killed raven if link didn't encourage jay to sit on the angelic robe chest in chapter six or seven <laughs> Look, it was but i will say too like it was that's what made it, we needed content come on that's that's what made it so interesting though is that like you guys should sabotage each other more like it should have it wasn't a co-op stream in the sense of we need to get through until you had those chapters that you had to redo you know what i mean like yeah. like oh shit okay we really need to take a little more seriously battle now, before like, dawn was hilarious oh, yeah man i'm still <laughs> mad about that dude <laughs> he's like clawed the door <laughs> uh, twice <good> <laughs> Twice. So yeah, if you're looking for good content, definitely check out those. And I hope you guys <laughs> do that again. And Speedy, if you ever want, I actually have some ideas for you. For oh yeah, please shoot them my way because um, yeah. I still feel like the formula is not perfect with our scoring system. So any innovations we could have, like we Link J and I got in a call and we brainstormed like rules for maybe like thirty minutes to a half hour. I mean thirty minutes to a full hour. Sorry, and um, we're like, well, we can't really play test this. So like, how are we gonna know if it's balanced? <laughs> until we do it you know so hopefully and i think that's when we said it. we'll do lin mode and we'll see how that goes and if it feels yeah. okay then we'll what are some of the other things that you guys have played or done um i'm a huge fan of some of the fan hacks i think they're a really good way to integrate some of the things that we see in later games in the earlier games um but like what are your guys thoughts on that whole scene as well 
super great Met- requires a lot of work on their part to make it but when they do come out with the finished product it's like wow there's a new game out basically it's it's super interesting to play they don't always work for let's plays for me because of my personal preferences but for the community at large it's so good to have uh fan hacks out there i just finished an iron man of the last promise actually which was the basically the og fan hack and it's i wouldn't say it's as good as normal fire emblems for the most part if you really want to like nitpick the quality but it's so much fun to play i don't even care like sure it's written by a teenager or whatever it's edgy but it's super super fun mm-hmm. so who cares it's iconic and like you said, the first last of its promise kind. yeah the last promise like it was being developed in 2011 this 11 years ago i remember yeah. playing it when it wasn't even complete yet back when it was on like the serenus forest forums it's an, it's and, a fire emblem cult hit yeah like even the voice acting in the final chapter is like mega cringe for some of it but it's just like this is for better or for worse, kind of the progenitor, the 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 main pillar from which ROM hacks then built on and and enhanced or whatever. I don't even know. I might get crucified for saying that, but it felt like the first of its kind, and then it just pushed forward from there. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I know I'd... people might crucify you for saying that, where it does kind of like when you play a patch of an older game, it buffs up the experience but i don't think i could play vanilla six um i I played was it uh anima or ember i always switch those two um i play that and for six i think that's just the better experience because you know it fixes a lot of the things that were common issues just add lin bro comes a little more casual yeah but oh no no uh which one is wait did you just replay it with lin included in that is that right uh yeah i played v6 but i just replaced boards with lin that's the only change i made <laughs> that's right that's right yeah but okay. it wasn't ember <laughs> yeah no it was it was yeah. vanilla. vanilla okay okay vanilla with a little bit of spice oh i was gonna say i've i've actually like i don't play rom hawk rom hacks at all like i barely touch them and i acknowledge how much work goes into them because i i uh got rpg maker like in college and i was really into trying to make my own game and god do i know how hard it is to, how much like goes into trying to make a game even if you have like pre-existing assets like like map tiles and stuff for rom hacks but um i don't know i i gotta try some i you guys speak very highly of them i just haven't got around to them even vision with like project quest. ember you should play vision quest that's what we're playing next is vision quest vision quest okay. is fantastic i played two chapters of it, and it it's it's really cool yeah. uh I, I yeah but also lonely mirror is it i know this is probably like unfounded and then kind of agrees it's it's might be the one of the best fireman experiences i've had wow it, like they really 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 thought about just different ways to uh, change the formula on things that you would see in different Fire Emblem games. It's it's a really solid experience. It seems really slow for the first three or four chapters, and you're just kind of like, why am I doing this? And then once you get into it, it's like, this this is really good. So that's one I would recommend. Yeah, yeah I recommend I, the Sun God's Wrath as well, if you want fun hacks. That one's fun to play. Yeah, I watched I watched you play that for a bit, and it did seem fun. Yeah, it just uh, so seven centered ones are great. Seven um, X Immortal Sword. I don't know if that's that one's finished. And then there is the um, what's the one that takes place after Fe Seven? This is so oh, uh, Libyan Knights. Libyan Knights. Libyan Knights is so good. It's, that's a good it, concept. Yeah, it focuses yeah, it a, a lot concept. more on sort of narrative and what happened to the characters from there on, as opposed to like a linear story. It's just kind of like. It focuses on a bunch of different groups, so it's nice to see your favorites again and sort of envision where they went from there. 
because then six they just have pretty much disappeared like they don't exist exactly for the most part yeah that's that sounds really cool all right i want to wrap up our final discussion with kind of like basically a question that we would ask in any time we do a deep dive into a series so what i want to know is where do you see the overall series going from here or what would you like to see in the next entry whether that's a remake or a new ip well i think they just got to keep innovating they every time they make a new game they either try to improve on an existing system or they just try something completely new like with three houses that was such a new it new formula for the series personally i didn't enjoy it as much just because it my whole play style that I enjoy is, you know, sticking when, when something bad happens to your units, you just let it happen. Right. Three houses kind of really punishes you hard for that. So even though I didn't like the formula of three houses, I still in, appreciate that they try to innovate it. So while I hope they return to some more classic things like the the way that the game is actually paced out with how you get characters and uh you know, maybe we don't need 10 hours of monastery in a playthrough, but <laughs> yeah, I just think they should keep innovating as much as they can. So you're, you're a semi fan of a uh, persona emblem is what you're saying. And you, you- <laughs> Cause it, it does. The, three houses does feel like the persona injection, right? Cause it's like you have the social aspect, but it just, it feels like it, it they didn't flesh it out enough. That it just became too generic. That's my issue. Not yeah. to, this shouldn't be focused on three houses, you know, but that's just where the conversation went. But yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's I, the most I, recent entry and you're saying we're yeah. going from there. So it's it's more than reasonable to pivot off of what we have right now. That's oh, true. So, yeah, I, I just hope they return to making the game not so reliant on the turn wheel that you can like play it without wanting to rip your hair out without needing a save state in the map. I think that would be my big ask. So like innovate in different ways, uh, but like keep the what makes. Fire yeah, Blum give us give us core. new systems. Give us new systems that are interesting to play around with. You know, maybe you can change how some interactions work. That's fine. Like I'm totally fine when games don't keep that consistent. I think it keeps the series interesting, actually. But uh, yeah, like I said, don't completely lose the identity of Fire Emblem. That's my thing. Because I think Three Houses kind of wavered there. Kind of is putting it lightly. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I wanted to be nice, but <laughs> you said it very nicely, nicer than I would have. Had. Yeah, no. completely. No, I agree. I um, I think the series has been. I don't want to say moving away from permadeath because it's obviously still in there, but it's way less based around permadeath. Like Speedy said, the Three Houses. It's not a game where you just leave your unit to die. Like there's a reason people don't really do Three Houses Iron Man's right because. It's just a hell. You don't. You, you need that turn wheel, for, especially for manning difficulty. I personally, I feel like they 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 went in really hard on the rut split idea that they, they, that started in Fates, and they just keep doing it with three houses now and with three hopes as well. I wish they went back to a singular narrative because three houses, especially, it feels like they bit off more than they could chew, and they're make, they're making up for it a bit in like the way three hopes is structured. That one is more solid, but three houses just has a bunch of weird gaps in it. Like you can't really, you can't really have a satisfaction like satisfying finishing playthrough by just playing one route, right? It's just you kind of need all the routes to have a complete story. 
And then the developer said in an interview, like, yeah, we only expected people to play this game once. It's like, dude, really? What? what? <laughs> really? Wait, they said that? <laughs> yeah, they said what? that. They said that. They also were like, yeah, you, you could play Maddening if you want, but um, we only kind of designed it around New Game Plus. So, yeah, people can get soft locked in, in Hunting by Daybreak, you know, Maddening if they don't yeah. prepare. But like, you know, that who's going to play this and not now. New Game Plus, right? Like, okay, dude. Dude, they said that for Octopath too. With Octopath Traveler, they're like, we didn't expect you guys to want to collect all the characters. Like, what are you kidding me? (laughs) Kidding me, bro? That's the best part. (laughs) You don't want all the starters. You Pokemon Black nightmare. Like that game is an OCD nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, I think. But the thing about route splits is they make for such good marketing, right? Because people will just kind of attach their identity to their house, and they literally go to war for Elugardo Dimitri. So that like a bunch of free advertising, they're just letting go if they go back to no route splits. So. I don't think they're letting go, but I wish they I wish they would. Uh, At the very least for the road splits, I mean, like you only had to pay for one game for three houses. It's not like you had to pay for three different entries like you did for Fates. Bro, yeah, but at least Fates had for all three routes of three houses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So at least Fates had maps that were unique, like three it houses. Has maps just... I still think Fates uses maps too much between games. Like there's, there's it like does, but they change up they change up the gimmick. But three houses, like every I you could tell me a chapter, like very few can I identify a chapter if you just show me an image of it. Uh, like yes, in three houses with the forests i do remember that one mm. <laughs> i mean I there's, that five look, times there's there's something to be said of how you do this um because i don't want to say fe7 does this perfectly or fe8 does this perfectly but there is a way to layer in sort of a replayability value from a different perspective and so for three houses the easiest way to do it is the cannon route and the one that they put in the most effort to is obviously blue lions. Like ever, anyone can, anyone who plays that can see that they, they meant for you to play blue lions first. And that one has the most CGs. It has the most cutscenes, It has the most, you know, character fleshing out and all that but kind of didn't stuff. Didn't they confirm an interview? Sorry to cut you up. They, cut, they confirmed an interview that they made silver snow first, right? I don't believe them. Um, <laughs> they, <okay>. lied. <laughs> they, they lied. They lied. They 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 did that and they lied to us. But okay. I mean, what makes sense and what I'm about to get to is like make you play through Blue Lions, have that be the first forced interaction, and then once you clear that, be like, hey, you've unlocked a different perspective that'll give you a lot Ooh, more lore. So the and that is method. Now you can play Edelgard's mm. route and have Edelgard's route be completely different from start to finish. Have that cover those who slither in the dark, all the lore, you know, the darkness behind Rhea and stuff like that. Because you get none of that in Blue Lions. All you really get is this conflict between Dimitri and Edelgard. And then when you play it from Edelgard's perspective, you see the whole, you know, everything's unmasked, everything's uncovered. And that way they're not sitting there developing four routes. They're really doing two, sorry, two dedicated routes that are much higher quality. And I think... They don't really need to step away from the multi-route system. They just need to refine it because I do like it. I do like having the different perspective. I do like having the opposing sides that push and pull. I mean, one of the things that really excited me for Fates, which in retrospect, you know, didn't really work, but they said you could play as like the evil Nor or whatever. And I was like, yes, I get to be evil in Fire Emblem. That's all I've ever wanted in life, you know? And then it turns out it's like, well, you know. JK. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're Um, actually still good. We don't kill people, but you know. (laughs) Exactly. And so if they could just take these brilliant ideas that they have and sort of, you know, condense it, pressure, you know, push, uh, for lack of a better term. And I won't make the analogy that makes Speedy uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this like they have so many great ideas across the series. I don't want them to disperse their development time. They could just really sort of 
just refine really that's that's all so i think they they can do it via remake i mean remakes are pretty much slam dunks because all you got to do is like the base game is there you just got to tweak it and lord have mercy on us whenever they decide to do the fe4 remake and everyone goes nuts <laughs> but for the next main game i think yeah cut out a little bit of the the extra the monastery stuff you know the the monastery would be nice but maybe just in like the first half of the game we don't need it in the second half of the game we've already done all that stuff they're, they're not like, students anymore at that point basically so yeah, yeah completely yeah. right you know just there's a lot of fluff that they seem to be adding in with every single entry the my castle stuff for in fates for example like, i never used that no, or just give me the option of having it in a menu or make it faster. I'm really glad. Like, I yeah. know Link touched on this in his review uh, on Three Hopes, but they made it a lot faster to, like, do your busy work in that game. But personally, That's the thing. just make it optional, like, actually optional. I mean, it is. You can pl press plus and skip it. But yeah, not... you can. But Dude, like... even the loading times are insane. FOMO, like, bro. Just... Yeah. It's, it's rough. The, people don't realize how import important snappiness is to games. You know, it's if something takes too long, even if it's not completely in the in control of the game itself, like loading times, it becomes tedium. And that is what kills fun, like straight mm -hmm. up. So for what it's worth, I uh, I did a pre thing before Three Hopes demo was out about what I would like to see. And I said that people that that, that the monastery got boring for me, like halfway through my first playthrough of three houses. And I still had like three and a half playthroughs left to do. Right. So I was like, maybe cut that down a little bit. And I got mm -hmm. some comments that were like people generally going, man, I monastery was my favorite part. I just, I would like, they, they almost said, I wish it didn't have all this fire emblem in between, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they almost said that. Go basically. play a different game. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, Balance. The, 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 multi, Balance the multiverse exists. The multiverse exists. <laughs> it's true. Uh, pretty much hit it. I would say for for remakes, I agree with Link that it's. I mean, they're not guaranteed slam dunks for everyone. Like everyone has different ideas about how they want their their favorite games to be remade. Uh, but generally, I think they've been doing a pretty good job at remaking games, even if they're not super faithful. Like mechanically, they're obviously way different all the remade games. Uh, but they're all generally good games, so I have faith in that one. Uh, but for mainline, yeah, I'm a little cynical on like the whole like royalty rod. I do like Link's idea of, uh, you know, making it sequentially rub splits rather than in the beginning. But then you can't do the whole marketing gimmick anyway. So they, they're not going to do that. It feels like it's a lot more game when it's lined up how Link said versus mm -hmm. when you just have all the options at once. Like, I think that's why Sacred Stones and uh, FE7 worked with how they did it because you didn't necessarily know that you were going to get this extra content perspectives where when it's all laid out in front of you, it just kind of seems like here's a choice and we can be really lazy because we can just have a lot of overlapping and whatnot. So yeah, yeah I'm, I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Can I add one more thought real quick? Uh, Link's yeah. scenario makes me a bit fearful because this is the company that made FE7. And here's how FE7 does that rust split idea, which it, it almost to a T does it how Link says it. You play Elliwood mode first. And after that, you can get Hector's Perspective. But Hector's Perspective is apparently um, Elliwood plus like three extra chapters <laughs> that yeah. also happen in Elliwood mode, but off screen. So it's less like they, they made Hector mode as an extra perspective and more like they just made Hector's Perspective and then cut it out a bits of it and then made that Elliwood's perspective. You know what I mean? It's backwards. Right, which I should I should clarify and say, you know, the potential and the, the the structure of that is there, but with three houses, sort of you would be approaching it from a completely different side with ideally completely different maps and completely different narrative. And like you are playing from a different perspective 
and you're not on the same team. Elliewood and Hector are on the same team, but Edelgard and Dimitri clearly are not, never yes. have been, never will be. So that would be the ideal scenario. Now, do I trust them to do it? Their track record isn't great, but they can. <laughs> There's nothing that's stopping them from doing it. I mean, we're sitting here talking about it. There's no Next reason fan why round hack. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> they still haven't hired us. Imagine that. They should. They really should sort of tap into their community. Maybe not hire us, but like maybe have... You know, I know a lot of other games do this where they're like they they reach out to their community leaders, quote unquote, our content creators and like here, sign an NDA and give us some feedback on what you think based on your experience with the community. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty cool if Intelligent Systems sort of did a little bit of community outreach, even if it wasn't international, if it was just within Japan. It was still going to happen with I think that only happens with like games that are focused on competitive multiplayer. Yeah. Well, RuneScape does that old school runescape does that which i like yeah. and there's a bunch of other ones they're not necessarily like big blockbuster games but it would be it's it always only helps give constructive feedback oh absolutely because you know who can tell you what the consumers want most than the consumers you know we're, we're the ones yeah. we've got a lot of people in our comment sections who very vocally and uh, we i love that about the comment section but they they don't you know they don't pull any other punches. They will bluntly let you know what they think, why they think that. And we can sort of consume that and relay it, even if I don't agree with said person. But I can say, hey, I know there's a fair segment of people who agree or disagree with this and so and so. And then they can take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. I'll give them some credit. I think they listen to the community in some aspects. Like I said, the Three Hopes, quote unquote, monastery is shortened. So to some extent, they, they realize their faults sometimes. Sometimes they become worse you know, in some other ways. But I think they, they do have some kind of feedback system somewhere. They must listen to some people, at least. Outside yeah, of I just don't... Level. I think that was less of them listening to feedback from the a community and more of them realizing that it was just bad. <laughs> so they're like, hey, we could refine <laughs> this. You know? Yeah, you can. So, can't know for I sure, mean, of course. It could be worse. It could be Dark Deity. Oh, whoa. Is there shade here? Oof. Are we going there? Uh, uh, be no. careful here. We'll, 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 we'll close out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my friends I'll, are I'll, made that game. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. But while we're gone, you can tell us your thoughts over on our Twitter, Instagram, or Discord at HeyRPGamer. We'd love it when you guys keep in touch with us. All right, and we are back for part two of our podcast. As usual, we like to play a little game just to add some fun to your life. So this time we're going to play a game of poorly described characters. And this isn't something that we've done before. I think we've done poorly described video games before. The four of us have created and generated a bunch of different characters that we poorly described. And just give a little sample. Um, this is actually a question that we asked everyone or asked everyone prior to starting to make sure that we were kind of on the same flow. I'm going to poorly describe a character and say something like who was the first female president of the murder, all murder, all Norians club and speedy. I believe you got it right. And you said, Oh bro. Yes. Easy. So, so it's going to be just like that. Um, do you guys want to work as a group or do you want to come up with individual answers for these? Uh, well, how's it going to work? Cause if we all say it, we can like copy each other. <laughs> so. 
Um, well, I mean, based on how it went in the chat, you all came up with different answers on like one of the more specific ones. Okay. Obviously, you wouldn't answer for the ones that you guys asked. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that's I don't. I don't. Asked, I think separate would be more fun. Yeah, that's just we, me. Yeah, sure. you can come up with separate answers. Sure. Okay, so I'll go through some of the ones that I, I created, and then I'll jump to the ones that you guys did. So the first one is not actually a sorcerer being stopped by a filthy street rat. Dang. Oh, that's I a, know this one, I think. Yeah, I think I know it. Not actually a sorcerer being Say stopped by a filthy street rat. I very recently watched this. Is I have no idea who this is. is can I guess? I don't yeah. think I'm right, though. That's not Micaiah, is speedy? it? Who, who do you think it is? Micaiah? It is not Micaiah. I want to say... Who do you think it is? Oh, Mecca. Oh, Link, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Link. Go ahead, Link. I yeah, I have I, it, so the, the first guess. person that, that like came to my mind is Izuka. Izuka? That is not Izuka. Yeah, I wouldn't think so, but it was just, you know. Is it Jafar? It is Jafar. You are correct. Why Wait, is Jafar Mecca? Not actually a sorcerer? <laughs> yeah, so Jafar is not actually a sorcerer. Is he ever he's described as a sorcerer? I mean, no, he's, but, he's, he's a not, but he's not actually. But Jafar from what? so we're relating to other media too okay because they share yes. the name jafar <laughs> I was so yes <laughs> okay I, oh, yes. I wasn't i wasn't thinking yeah. multi-layer there i was like it's yeah. so the street rat like <laughs> some of these are in context some of these are not so okay okay gotcha. mind fuck. yeah i gotcha. got okay he may not go down in history but he will go down on his best friend's sister oh god his best friend's he sister he may not go down in history, but he will go down on his best friend's sister. Oh, I know this easy, so I'll go last. Okay. Wait, no, do I? No, I take it back. I don't know this. <laughs> I think I think I had the same sensation that, that Speedy Hog was. was like, Wait, yeah, but then I realized one, I was no, thinking of not. daughter instead of sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Were you thinking Awakening too? Yeah, I was thinking of Awakening. <laughs> it is, I'll tell you it is not Awakening. So you're going yeah. the wrong way. All right, give me a second. Give me a second. Sure. Won't go down in history, but will go down in his best friend's sister okay i think i know who it is one of you should absolutely know who this is i will give you a little hint i feel like that's being tossed at me but i don't know the answer okay so i'm gonna go he if made... no one wants to go yeah go for it is it leon is not leon what oh oh that, that would have been a good one though <laughs> that, that is a good one I, yeah. I, but it doesn't really fit the first part does it yeah some of these he, he won't go down in history what are you talking some about? of these are hard because you know it as we know for fire emblem their characters a lot of them are overlap characters so when nin and i were writing some of these we're like well fuck that's like four different characters <laughs> yeah, no that's the fun of it that's the fun of it yeah Th this yeah. this can't be sigurd can it it is not sigurd but you're close oh is it arvis so it's Quan. It's Quan. Yeah, okay. Ah. <laughs> the reverse. <laughs> he may not go down in history, but he will go down on his best friend's sister. <laughs> Dang. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how does he not go down in history? He dies. Well, he dies? Yeah. He's but... forgotten in the in the desert. Oh, I guess he's forgotten. Yeah, I guess so. I would okay. hope not. <laughs> I mean, me Leaf, would Leaf really let him go down in history? I'm salty. Don't mind me. <laughs> Minus one points for Mecca. For sure. 
All right, here's another one for you guys. Since it's Pride here today in Indianapolis, um, and I am currently missing the Pride Parade for this, but would not oh, cancel on this again. Uh, it's all good. It, it's, it might get a little gay in the background because we live downtown and we're close to the parade. But, <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> um, tell me Fire Emblem makes great angsty gay characters without telling me Fire Emblem makes great angsty gay characters. Sheesh. I mean, I have... When I think of gay angsty... Well, he's not really angsty. But great gay angsty characters. I don't want to go first again. Uh, I feel I like had, I'm I'll tell you this. I had to add angsty to make it a little more specific because I know there are a couple. That yeah, this feels like Soren to me. Soren's a good guess. I, I my initial thought was Felix, so I'll guess that just to be different. And Speaking I was gonna guess up. Leon. Leon, it is Soren. Soren is the okay. Answer. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, he's the most angsty one, and like he's that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that that's what sold it really. Leon is confirmed gay. Like, that's oh, the, I guess the point is that they're not. It's like kind of yeah. ambiguous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, without telling me. I mean, they never. No, I was just thinking about my favorite says. gay character. I'm sorry. <laughs> Leon and Valbar. I'll I'll ship that all day, <laughs> all day. Okay. Um. All right. Let's. I have a couple more of my own, but I'll skip to some of yours. So. Wow. This one is from Mecca. Her bases are low, but not as as low as her position on tier lists. If you like her, you can get a ring on her, though. Oh, my God. It's a riddle. <laughs> he approved it, not me. Yeah, this, well, this, is... this was the only one that I knew of the three you sent me. Like, I, I, I got this one. Her bases are as low as her position on a tier list. If you like her, though, you could put a ring no, on it. No, not as low as her position on a her, tier yeah, list. Yeah, her bases are low, but not as low as her position on yeah, tier so list. Yeah, so she's she's regarded as terrible. If you like her, yeah. No, you, she's you regarded as part. good, right? No. no. She's regarded as terrible. If you like her, you can put a ring on her. If you like her, though, you can put a ring on her. Okay, so this... This has, has to be a wordplay thing because, you know, obviously you think about marriage, but there's got to be like a ring item that makes her good. Damn, I, you got this right. <laughs> yeah, this, this was of his three. I mean, I'm a fan. I play games. I know, but I, <laughs> this, I is, this is a Fates character, isn't it? It's not. A there's Fates no character. rings in Fates. There, there's rings in. What kind Echoes? of rings can you think of then? I could think of rings in Echoes. But who's bad? No one's bad in Echoes. I mean, uh, uh, should I tell uh, him what game it's from, Mecca? Sure. It's from Six. What? Oh, okay. So oh, it is Marriage. Okay, I know who it is. Lelina. No, it's Sophia, it? you idiot. I oh, <laughs> got him. It's, so, it's Sophia. You got it. I love how confident he was. <laughs> how dare you speak badly about Lelina? <laughs> Oof. Oof. Okay, one from Link. Uh, which one? You sent so many. <laughs> They're so good. All right. The only quality you remember wait, wait, wait. about this. Can I? Can I pick one? <laughs> yeah. Give me the number. Give pick me the number. <laughs> pick number three. Okay, I'll do this one. Uh, this character got a little too hot under the collar, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah. That's you're gonna go. It. It has to be. Hey, Michael. Why don't you go first? Uh, I mean, there, there, there are multiples of these, but since it's Link, I'll just guess Sigurd. Yeah, Sigurd. That's what I think. It's not Sigurd. Say um, it again. Hot, hot under the collar. <laughs> I mean, this I guess character got a little hot under the collar, if you know what I mean. Like collar, like 
not color, right? Just collar, like collar. Yeah, around, around your neck. Yeah, collar. Yeah. Hot under the collar. Oh man. Who else gets burned in the series? I hate it now. I can't think of anything else but Sigurd. I know. Like <laughs> it was too obvious though. We should have known it's like why I wrote it. it. Yeah. Fade it. Hot under the collar. Now I I, I don't want a couple of other, so you know. Like, do you want to drop a clue? Yeah. What game? What kind of clue do you oh what game? FE7. What game? Yes. Seven. Hot under the collar. Oh what? Wow, I, I would never I would never have got this one. It's strange that you don't get this mecha. You complain about this all the time. All the time. Really? I don't even complain much to begin with. I'm the complainer. I, I resent that accusation. Here's another. <laughs> it's it's not a playable character. Oh, really? Dude. Hot under the... Dude, okay, just tell me. I, I, give <laughs> I really it's don't know. Legal, is it? Like, what? It's really not that hard. No. Who is it? Who is it like? It's Effidel. What are you talking about? He under gets burned collar? alive by the dragon. Dude, that's the most random thing ever. Doesn't what, the dragon under the collar part? <laughs> that's it's not that deep. What's what's the under the collar part? You don't put something in a riddle if it doesn't matter. It, well, no, it's a it's a figure of speech. Come yeah, on. whatever. Ba- okay, next. <laughs> move on. Just, that was unfair. On, I think right now. That was unfair. On. Okay, um, this one's from Speedy. We have cheerful and friendly bloodlust blood enthusiast. Oh. All right. I mean, oh, I know this one. I just want to I say think. Perry, but yeah, that seems that's obvious. what I was going to say. Who'd you guys say? I was going to say Perry as well. It's not Perry. Oh, I guess I didn't Ooh. think about that. Okay. Cheerful and friendly male bloodlust enthusiast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's more of these for sure. Let me think. Is it a Wayne? Ah, come on. He's, uh, not. he's not very bloodlusty. I feel like he's there's been a, lot blood. of a lot of different ways to describe him. Which he does all the but time. That's the right game. It, yeah, it is it awakening. Is, it is awakening. Oh, um, cheerful ant. What was it? Friendly. Friendly. Okay, so not noir. Um, he said male. Oh, he did yep. say male. Yeah, yes. that's right. Oh, yeah, I know this one. I think. Yeah. Who is it? Henry. It is Henry. Oh, Nailed it. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my favorite quick, quick quote of his is, I'm going to kill you. And it's the best. <laughs> it's okay to kill them as long as they're ugly. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Okay. One from me to all of you. Diehard rival suffers from short-term memory loss. Thanks for the assist, nerd. <laughs> Diehard rival suffers from short-term memory loss. Thanks for the assist, nerd. I don't know what that's a quote of. It's not so much of a quote. Something that happens in the game with this character. I can come up with like parts of this that's fit, but jeez. Yeah, t- sound it out, talk it out. What, well, think? so Rivals is like, it can be like Kieran to Oscar. It can be like Mia looking for a rival. Um, it can be like any competitive characters in like the whole series. And then... Mm. But it doesn't really fit with the short-term memory loss. Memory loss is like yeah, all these protagonists. Yeah, short-term memory loss? Byleth? It's not Byleth. <laughs> <laughs> the memory loss right there. Thanks kinda. for the assist, nerds. Oh, Thanks geez. for the assist, nerd. Sing- singular nerd. Nerd. One nerd. His rival or her rival or their rival. The rival is not the nerd. I will tell you that. Hmm. 
Is this character playable? Yes. I only pick playable characters. Okay. Do they have a collar? This is important. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a collar? Yes. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Okay, so it's not that Fidel. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's no. not. I can't rule rule them out. <laughs> Let's. Good. Thanks um, for the assist, nerd. This is also an awakening character. Rival character who suffers from. Okay, so it has to be. I mean, Robin I suffers from short term. Like what? Robin suffers from short term memory loss. No, That's but long. T- it's more long term, right? It's yeah, pretty long term. Who has short term memory loss? Who's forgetful? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't read supports in Awakening much. Um, oh, this is not even. This is not even support. This is full on. Like their character trait that their they're in, forgetful. Their introduction, yeah. Their oh, introduction oh, it's Vike. I got it's, okay. Yeah, I was. So, I was just about to say Vike, and I just. I was yeah, like, nah, I can't. Or Vake. I, how do you Who's say his name? Is it Vake? Vaker. I think it's Vike. Right? I think he says his own name, and I'm dumb. But <laughs> I've always pronounced it. Remember to fake. Or whatever. Yeah. Is, is, is Rebels Crom oh. because he wants to be Rebel Crom? Oh yeah. Is, uh, yeah. The, I'm thinking of literal memory loss, but like he forgot his axe once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah. What's the name of the female mage? Uh, Muriel. Uh, Muriel. That, that finds his axe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Back to Mecca's. Um, this is one's hard. This one I could not get at all. Oh boy! Um, if you had to fight his dragon at the end of the game, it would be a soft lock. <laughs> oh yeah, that one's really hard. If you only say that, yeah, I think I should have made this one easier. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop very, a clue in a bit if you can't. Think if of you fight it's, his it's dragon, very, it's very hard. If you fight but his dragon again, at the end that, of the game, uh, I'm not. Gonna it's say not that. It's not as easy as it just being. Oh wait, is it? There would Lewin? be a. Not Lewin. Oh, that's a good way to interpret that. I like that a lot. It's not correct, but it could have been. Yeah. I like that guess, though. That's very smart. If you fight his dragon at the end of the game, there could be a soft lock. It would be a soft lock. It would yeah. be a soft lock. Are there any dragons you can't kill? Maybe dragon is too specific of a term. Maybe wyvern is a better term. Yeah, but I mean, I. Th- why? Oh, is it Ashnard? Ashnard? It's not Ashnard. That's who I guessed when he. Yeah, that. that's also a good guess. Yeah, I guess this wasn't yeah. a great riddle because I thought there wouldn't be as many, you know, hymns with dragons. Yeah, who 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 would be the best? Like I mean, we Julius, said, this, is, this one, Julius, this one is pretty hard. It's a hard one to guess. God, why does your bad face? Is that a hint? Is it hard? It's hard. It, yeah. it is hard, yeah. <laughs> That's what I said at the very beginning. <laughs> this is a hard this one is, to get. This, this is a hard, hard one. one. <laughs> that, that was difficult. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you got to explain okay. the reasoning. Why Why is that? I don't get it. Because hard is really, 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 really good. That was is that it? Is thing. that the only basis? That's basically <laughs> no, it. Yeah, it's not that deep link. Come on. All right, fair enough. No, fair enough. I, I concede. Throw it right back in his face. It wasn't meta enough. <laughs> okay. This this is probably my favorite character. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very shallow. Uh, a character you're most most likely to find raiding your pantry after midnight. One of links. Oh jeez. I have a guess. Character you're most likely to find raiding your pantry after midnight. I mean, there's a bunch Ooh. of characters who are just always hungry, but Ileana comes to mind. That would have been a good. Oh, one, that is a good guess. That is a good guess. Not who I was not, thinking of. Is not mm. Ileana. 
So are we just going to guess all the food characters now? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Are we just going to go Effie? Are we just going to go, I don't know, Gaius? Uh, a hungry dude. Hungry dude. Who would raid my pantry in mid at midnight? It should be more. It should be easier to come up with a hungry dude. I know, right? But like knowing Link, it's not. Think recency. Oh, actually, if you. If oh, you okay. Raph, Boppers, Raphael. Oh, yeah, Raphael. Yeah, it's Raphael. Yeah. I was going to say, if you watched uh, Bopper's video when I did the three houses part, I had hearts all over Raphael. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate himbo. For sure. Yeah, I, it completely slipped my mind. Like, <laughs> Raphael. That, that's a good one. Bro, I was playing uh, the Three Hopes Golden Deer and I seized a part of a castle with Raphael and it turned out to be the kitchen. <laughs> it was just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> was very happy. He was very Hilarious. happy. <laughs> okay, this one's from Speedy. We have loyal heart with an accidental haircut. Loyal heart with an oh, uh, I have a guess. I'll let the others think for a bit. I mean, I'm the others. It's not plural, yeah, but I'm, Patrick knows the answer. <laughs> I mean, the haircut meme is Lauren's, really, but I don't think that's the answer. Well, it, we'll go. It's girl this time. Ah, still fits. <laughs> My Oof. guess still works. Oof. That's what you meant, yeah. <laughs> Not that Lawrence is a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's your turn. I, I, that's my guess. What, what was your go guess? Ahead. He said Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, well, it's a girl. My, 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 my guess is Lucia. You were correct. You got it. You got it. Wow. Oh, I should have known. It's a speedy one. Yeah, I picked my favorites. <laughs> I picked randoms. <laughs> okay, this is the last one of mine. I need to do what with an axe bro to recruit you? <laughs> wait, wait, say that again? No, wait. I need I need to do what with an axe bro to recruit you? With an axe bro. It makes me think of like FE7 where you like kill your axe bros to get to oh. the Derby chapter or to the Kenneth chapter. But the thing is, you don't need to do that to get Harkin or Corel. You're, I would say Car some of your logic is correct. Carla. Yeah, I was going to say it's Carla. Yeah. But it's not, Carla. Oh, yeah, it's Carla. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good one. You got it. Right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. You need to do what? <laughs> like the most obscene recruitment in that game. <laughs> All right. You just last... equip a bow. Uh -huh. <laughs> True. True. But still, it's it's pretty obscene. Yeah. Um, Mecca's last one. He has no idea what job would give him the best shot at saving his family, so he makes the player pick instead. Oh, this one is like guessable, but you have to think of it, you know. Yeah, and to me, it made sense when I saw the answer. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I like this one more has, than the hard one. He has no idea what job would give him the best shot at saving his family. Should I say what job or what class? So he makes the player pick. I mean, I think we understood that. At least yeah. I did. I didn't. Link's intelligence. I, I was thinking about assaulted. Dorcas. <laughs> intelligence 200. Yeah, I was thinking about Corrin. It's not Corrin. I can see that. Save his family? Huh. Garcia, maybe? Can you tell us what game he's from? If you Link, do you want a hint? Uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, what I've game? guessed what twice game? so far, so go for it. I'm a little stumped. From Valentia. Tobin. You don't it's need to save his family, bro. 
His family's poor. <laughs> He's always talking about making money <laughs> for his family. Technically, you're saving everyone's family. Is it yeah. Atlas? It's yeah. Atlas. See, I never recruited Atlas. So. <laughs> I was wondering why he was taking so long, yeah. I forget him all the time, too. I, I don't know where he is. I legit don't know where he is. He's, He's the in the village. village. Next to the boneyard, the bone graveyard thing. I had to uh, go back and forth so many times. I've got PTSD from that one. I think I, think I missed him last time, and I went back, and he was no longer there. <laughs> yeah. Dang. All right, we'll do three more, and then we'll wrap up. Sounds good. Um, this one is from Link as well. Joined an entire war just to help his friend save the woman he had a crush on. Oh, easy, so easy. That's every character ever. But Mecca, yeah. do you, Mecca I'll give <laughs> I don't you remember uh, who this a little is. bit. The answer no, is Fire look. Emblem. <laughs> Wait, no, maybe it's not easy then. <laughs> <laughs> you said you need to look at who it is, Link. Oh yeah, okay, guys, listen to it properly. Say it again. Joined an entire war just to help his friend save the woman he has a crush on. It's actually pretty specific. has a crush on. I mean, Becca, do you want to guess? Because I'll just say my guess and they'll say wrong and I'll get mad. Uh, I have a guess in mind, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Three, two. Oh. Oh. Not (laughs) Sylvain. I was thinking Lex. It is Lex. Yeah, it's Lex. Oh, yeah, that, that works very well, actually. Well done. All right. Hot girl who makes soldiers defect. This one's from Speedy. That's oh, all fire. I, I think I know. I think but I, I think know. I know. This all, one, yeah. I know who this fire. is. I know yeah. who this is because I I I I wrote one for the same character. I think perhaps. Did you? <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, so it's not. It's not fair. Mecca, you guess first. Sita. Yeah. yeah Sita. <laughs> perhaps. Okay, and to wrap up our game of poorly described characters, we have one last one from Link. We have definitely did nothing wrong. <laughs> well, it has okay. to be Sigurd, right? <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Is it? Is it? Is it Sigurd? <laughs> is it, it, it can't be Arvis, right? I'll be mad if it's Arvis. <laughs> it's either Arvis or Edelgard, right? Well, thank, thank, thanks for coming, guys. It was great having you. <laughs> That's the one we end up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Intention. When you sent that this morning, I'm like, I'm saving this one for life. <laughs> yes. Oh, damn it, Link. <laughs> uh, okay. That was fun, guys. That went better than I anticipated. That was. I had a good time doing that. Yeah, that was fun. Uh huh. Well, guys, I want to thank you all for coming and doing this today. This was kind of like the big envisionment of what I wanted to accomplish this year, and it was super gracious of you all to just be a part of this. I know some communities um, it's really hard to get in contact with some of the people who are like leading the communities. And I'm not sure how you feel about me phrasing it like that, but like in the fire Emblem community, you, you are the leaders, you know what I mean? Like you're just great, positive people. So thank you so much for just wanting to be involved in a part of this. Thank you. Too. Thanks it for was, having us. It was, it was a lot of fun. No problem. Yeah. And thanks for having link as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and link um we always have to cast a villain so thank you also for being a part of this i don't know why you were saying thank you before <laughs> i'm 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 glad to be the villain in this story it's it's always uh my pleasure to take on that role where can listeners find you guys if they want to hop on the fire emblem uh, train well, my the best spot for me is just go to YouTube, go to the search bar, and type in Speedy Hawk, and I should pop up. So, that's me. I don't really use Twitter yeah, too much, but I have a Twitter too. If you're a big Fire Emblem Heroes fan, or you just like super hilarious streams, I feel like Speedy's a good go-to. Mecca, how about you? Where can they find you? 
Uh, same thing. If you look for me on YouTube, I'm the channel with the triple K because the double K was taken. Uh, so yeah, Mecca with three Ks. And on Twitter, uh, I made a new one there too. That's four Ks. Mecca. <laughs> they're all just taken, so you have to add another K. Yeah, that's that's my usual go-to. <laughs> And I'm just going to okay. play off what Speedy said, and I'm going to say, go to YouTube, type in, Arvis did nothing wrong, and it should be the first thing that <laughs> oh pops up. Do you so, really want that to be the first video they find of you, though? Eh, I mean, they could also type in Linking 7 Fire Emblem or Triangle Strategy or whatever. And they, or they could go to Twitter at the real Linking. And I'm yeah, don't look sometimes. at the fake one. Yeah, the fake ones don't count. It's the real one that you want. Could have just added an extra <laughs> K. <laughs> the link. I will say, King. too... Some of your Three Houses videos I watched before I even knew who you were um, for just like tips on character classing and whatnot. Like you have some really great in-depth and analytical things on games and uh, like kind of a variety of tech games too. So I think that you have some really great content out there to consume. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you for lavishing us all, lavishing us all in compliments. It's very flattering. I mean, it's all bullshit. No, <laughs> I like now, now. We gotta go back. We gotta go back to the main question. Speedy, do you feel superior now after you feel superior because you play Fire Emblem? Do you think because you Iron, Iron Man, Man you're better than everyone around you? <laughs> Speedy, does this conversation change how much better you are than everyone? Else? <laughs> I was really taken aback by that. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I'm like trying to think of how to phrase things, my tone doesn't always come out great. So <laughs> it's okay. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's very funny. Content. Well, we appreciate you all for listening and hope you had a great time. Now go out there and get gaming.